0: Welcome to another edition of the Dave Pash Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Pash, ESPN and Arizona Cardinals play by play announcer. Our guest this week is a guy that has evolved into one of the top tight ends in the NFL. If you look at Trey McBride's numbers this season, and in particular the last five to eight games, and watch the games and watch what he's doing on the field, it's easy to see that Trey McBride is becoming a star before our very eyes. He's already set the single-season franchise record for catches by a tight end. He is one of two tight ends in Cardinal history with 700-plus yards in a season, Jackie Smith, the legend, being the other. And he's already got two 100-yard games. No player in the last 34 years had had one 100-yard games as a tight end in a single game. So what Trey McBride is doing this season is something to be aware of because I think it's only going to get better. Looking forward to this conversation with Trey. We're going to talk a lot of football, a lot about what makes him so special as a player, some of the areas he thinks he needs to grow, and also his relationship with Kyler Murray.
1: Kyler's starting to build that relationship with me, that trust that if he throws the ball to me, more often than not, I'm coming down with it. I'm going to catch the ball and I'm going to make a play for him. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of the, the trust I'm trying to get with him, trying to build with him, and, and hopefully he continues to give me opportunities.
0: So we'll get into that with Trey, along with a lot more. We are presented by BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the Arizona Cardinals, and by Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Sign up today with BetMGM, the official partner of the Arizona Cardinals. Use code cards One Thousand. And get back up to $1,000 in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Arizona only. New customer offer. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. All right, time now for our conversation with Cardinals tight end Trey McBride. So, Trey, you're playing about as well as anybody at your position in the NFL over the last eight games. You look at your last five games – 38 catches over 400 yards your first five games you had only eight last year 29 but we kind of saw towards the end of the season you really getting comfortable when do you think it clicked for you did it click last season this season when did it kind of all get to a point where you were really comfortable with what you were doing
1: yeah I think just kind of um you know as the reps come as you play a little bit more you kind of just feel more comfortable you kind of start getting in the groove and you kind of just be start start becoming the player that you that you know you can. So, um, I think last year, you know, towards the end of the year, when I started playing, I was playing significant, you know, eighty ninety percent of the snaps. Um, I, I I got comfortable. I felt like I was getting a lot of confidence. And then going into this season, I had a lot of confidence. I you know felt like I could I you know could do a lot of the things. And 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 then when I got my opportunity this year, I just kind of took it and ran with it. So,
0: are you a guy that you know? Do you do any like? visualizations where you think about stuff are you a guy that it's all about the work in the weight room like what are some of the things you did in between last year and this year to prepare you knowing that you had gone through it now you'd seen what the NFL was like playing in it week to week cuz it's obviously a much longer season than college
1: yeah. yeah I think it was just being consistent you know having a good off-season program making sure I was strong healthy things like that but most of all just being consistent with what I do you know I take care of my body I try to stay healthy uh, you know Like you said, it's a long season. You're trying to, you know, get through the whole season healthy, and that's a huge part of it, you know, staying healthy, staying prepared, and just whenever you get that opportunity, making sure you maximize it. And, uh, you know, I just came in every week, you know, preparing like I was going to be the starter, preparing like I was going to play every snap, knowing if I got the chance I knew exactly what I was going to be able to do you know, the coaches didn't have to worry if, you know, I knew what I was doing. So just always being prepared every single week and just, you know, when that opportunity comes, making sure you take advantage of it.
0: What would you say is your best attribute? Because there there was a play you made yesterday, I said this on the air doing the game with Wolf, that that was an elite play where your momentum was carrying you towards the sideline, the ball was thrown upfield, you stop, you adjust in midair, you make the catch, then you make a guy miss to get the first down. Like, You obviously have made some incredible catches, but you're also very good after the run. What would you say is your best attribute?
1: I think just, um, you know, I try to be a sure-handed guy. You know, I I try to be a guy that when you throw the ball to me, you know, the ball's going to get caught. The ball's going to come down. And uh, I just try to be consistent with that. You know, I think... Kyler's starting to build that relationship with me, that trust that if he throws the ball to me, more often than not, I'm coming down with it. I'm going to catch the ball and I'm going to make a play for him. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of the the trust I'm trying to get with him, trying to build with him. And, and hopefully he continues to give me opportunities and I continue to show him that that he can trust me. But I think that's the biggest thing, just just having that trust with him and, and making sure he, uh, you know, has that with me.
0: How, how's that connection evolve? Because obviously, Last year, when you were kind of coming on, yeah. you know, he had the injury. So you guys didn't get a chance to play a ton together right. last year.
1: Yeah, you know, I think last year it wasn't, uh, definitely not as close as we are now. You know, he's a great guy, great guy. Uh, texted me when I got drafted. We kind of had a good relationship, you know, last year, but then when, uh, You know, when he got hurt, he wasn't around rehabbing for his ACL, things like that. I was kind of wasn't playing as much as I am now. So we, you know, last year we didn't have the greatest relationship. But now that I've been, you know, stepped into that role, really gotten a a full year with him. He's awesome. He's he loves to have fun. He loves to, you know, he's a great dude. So I think that relationship is just continuing to grow each and every week. We're getting closer and closer. And you know, you know, he's he's starting to get that trust and confidence in me.
0: Along those lines, I'm going to play a a soundbite from him (laughs) in a recent press conference, which you you probably heard, but. Um, before we play it just I, I've noticed with you your which I love you're emotional like you you wear your emotions out there after you make a big play um is that just who you are
1: yeah that's uh that's just who I am I've been like that since I was uh since I was young I just I love to have fun I love to go out there and just be animated um I like to bring you a lot of juice a lot of excitement and uh I think it brings you know my teammates along with me. But well, some of my teammates, you know they love it, they love the juice and things like that. But that, that's I, I love doing that stuff. I just have a lot of emotion and, and get after it for well, sure.
0: Well, here's Kyler talking because one thing that uh, he, he's noticed your emotion, but he also doesn't think that your celebrations are are very good. So let's listen to this here.
1: His celebrations are a little awkward. It's just like it's like it's. You know, I think you know his swag will get better as he you know as he's uh, keeps having success, but. Yeah, no, nah, you,
0: you know, tight ends, you really don't, you know, you know, you never know what you're getting with them. First of all, what does that mean? <laughs> you never know what you're getting with a tight end. Why why do you think he said that? Uh,
1: I just think, you know, we're a unique position group. You know, you never, like you said, you never know what you're going to get. They're crazy. They're uh, all over the place. Like you said, I'm an emotional guy. I'm crazy. I do all kinds of crazy things. But, um, you know, I, I definitely think, uh, you know, he doesn't think my swag's there. That's kind of funny. But I, hopefully, you know, that that'll come. I can show him, you know, throughout the weeks so that I got a little swag to me.
0: How, how does this offense suit you? And I'm not asking you to, you know, be negative or critical of of the previous regime in the offense, but w- what do you think about this particular offense fits your game?
1: Yeah, you know, I think we just do a really good job of of marrying up the run game in the pass game. You know, we do so much stuff with James and we run the ball, we do so many different things in the run game, and, and, and Drew does a good job of marrying that up in the pass game where we're running a route, but it looks like we're blocking the same way that we would block on that run, and, and then we're slipping in the back or things like that. So, so he's uh he does a great job of marrying up those two things, and, and we do uh, a good job of running the ball, and then that opens up the play action stuff for the tight ends, and, and that's where I you know get a lot of action.
0: You, t- you talked about being unique, and that you know being a tight end is you know sometimes personality is different. There's a guy certainly that has different personality, George Kittle. Yeah, uh, you just kind of watch and listen to him. Seems like a great dude, but obviously eccentric. You know, I saw him talking to you on the field yeah. after the game yesterday. What, what did he say?
1: Yeah, it's just cool. You know, I told him uh, this is our fourth time playing against each other, and it's just awesome to to play against a guy of, of his caliber, what he's done. And and uh, I just told him, you know, I love watching him play. He kind of said the same thing back to me. It was really cool just to kind of chop it up with him a little bit after the game. Uh, he's a great dude, and I, I look forward to the matchup with him every time.
0: So did you grow up wanting to be a tight end? Did you have tight ends that you admired, or was there another position you thought you'd play?
1: You know, I I always knew I was going to be a tight end. I I played outside linebacker, and um, I just didn't really love defense like that. I wanted to score touchdowns. I wanted to to catch the ball. I always thought I was a little bit better at that, and uh, that's what I wanted to do. I, I chose tight end. I loved watching Gronk. Gronk was awesome growing up. <clears throat> watching Rob and, and he was, he was an amazing tight end, the the chemistry him and Tom Brady had all the stuff he did. He was, uh, he was awesome to watch. So when I was a young kid, he was, uh, the, the YouTube highlights I would pull up for sure.
0: I was going to say it's so funny. Now when I, I was about to say, you know, was it, it, you know, Tony Gonzalez or, uh, Shannon Sharp. And and I forget how young you are, yeah man. Like you're like growing up, Rob Gronkowski, like they got just retired like two years ago, but you're right. He's probably 10 or 12 years older than you. Right. Um, so was there – because your brother was a defensive player, right, Toby? He was a defensive player, Correct. pass rusher. Correct, yep, yep And yep. so he was he a tight end as well and just decided to play defense and you decided to play offense?
1: He was actually like a fullback kind of a, a guy in high school. So we actually did some Wildcat stuff where I was the quarterback and he was kind of a fullback, and, and we did some stuff like that. But, no, he never had the, uh, the hand-eye coordination to catch the football, so we always just handed it off to him and uh, and let him go and hit people. But, but he was a much better <laughs> defensive player than he was offensive. And you guys are – I assume still really tight because you guys are
0: really tight growing up, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. He actually lives with me here in Arizona, so uh, yeah, we uh, we're very tight still. So what do
0: you guys do when you're not when you're not studying film? <laughs> playing a game or practicing what is it that do you guys do stuff together all the time yeah so uh
1: we we love to cook so you know every night we're making dinner together we um you know we rotate we kind of do all sorts of different things but we're always making food uh we love to play video games we have a i have a huge office and and we have both of our computers set up in there and you know all sorts of cool stuff in there so we play video games together almost every day Uh, but we always spend a lot of time you know we'll go out and swim we'll you know play catch whatever it is but yeah we're always doing something together
0: I want to go back to the cooking thing. So when you say you guys are cooking, is it like foo-foo food? Like, is it like really gourmet or is (laughs) it, hey, we're making... Pasta and meatballs.
1: Yeah, it's more of like, hey, we're making pasta and okay. meatballs, All things right. like that. But not not so much of that. You know, we're rotating. We're doing different things. We're on Pinterest trying to find, uh, you know, uh, recipes and stuff that look good, something that catches our eye. And we're always trying different things. And then we'll, you know, rate it afterwards. We'll be like, is that a keeper? Is that a, uh, should we should we not ever make that one again? And only a few times we haven't ever wanted to make it again. So usually it usually turns out pretty good.
0: And you have a you have another brother who's a twin, right? Yeah, I'm Dylan. a
1: twin. Yeah. So me and him are twin brothers. Yeah. Dylan, okay. Dylan my twin. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and so Toby is living with you, correct? And where's Dylan? Dylan lives back in Colorado. Okay. Yeah, he's a fireman. Uh, works for a fire department there in Colorado. But he's he was actually out here this weekend uh, visiting. So he he was he's been out here for the last couple of days. So it's been fun.
0: Now you're twins. If so, if he comes to practice and puts on a uniform <laughs> and number eighty five, would we be able to tell? Yeah, yeah.
1: Bunch? I'm a uh, I'm much better looking than him. <laughs> so so that's kind of where we. Uh, we, 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 we look a little different. No, we're actually fraternal twins, so we don't really look uh, super similar. Yeah. He's, he's a big dude, uh, strong. He's a little bit bigger than me, actually. So, definitely the size wise, you wouldn't be able to tell, but we do look a little bit different.
0: Now, I know you were a great athlete in high school basketball, baseball, football. Did you always think football was going to be your sport?
1: Yeah, I think so. You know, I loved baseball as well. Baseball was probably my second sport, but, um, you know, I think that my opportunity came and my best opportunity was to go play football. That's what I loved. I thought I was probably the best at it. And, and I wanted to play tight end, and that's what I did. I went to college and did that and didn't look back.
0: So you went to Colorado State, and if I remember, you were not incredibly highly recruited, right, coming out of high school? Yeah, who, right. Was, was Adazio – no, Adazio was not the head coach that recruited you, right? Yeah, it was, it was a head co- uh, Mike Bobo. Yeah, okay.
1: Yep, yep. So Mike Bobo recruited me there to, to Colorado State, and uh, he just kind of felt like home there. You know, uh, my, my older brother Toby, like you said, he was already there at Colorado State. Um, they had offered him. They offered me shortly after that, so then when when my brother committed there, I I committed shortly after, uh, wanted to play with him. It was about an hour and a half from my hometown, so it worked out perfectly. Parents were at every game. I got to play, you know, four years of college with my older brother. It was, uh, it was perfect. That's awesome. So
0: uh, I'm not sure how familiar you are
1: with what I do, but outside of the Cardinals, I do. I work for
0: ESPN, so do college football every week. And I just remember I didn't have any of your games in college, but I remember all the time because you obviously won the Mackey Award. That your highlights were playing all the time, yeah. and when yeah. the Cardinals drafted you, I was familiar with you as a player. It's interesting because nowadays, somebody of your talent at a school like Colorado State, after things start going well, they look to transfer. Mm. Um, I don't know how much college football you still watch or pay attention to, but do you think things are out of control in that regard? It feels like now it's if it doesn't work out at one school, or even if you think, you know, I might have a better NIL chance or a better chance to make the NFL elsewhere, I'm getting out of here. But you stayed. You stayed and won the Mackey at Colorado State, not a power five school. Yeah,
1: like you said, I think the the whole transferring stuff is getting a little crazy, especially with the NIL. People are kind of just uh, blowing it up with the money, trying to transfer just for the money, and not really there for the opportunity that they have. Uh, I had a great opportunity at, at CSU. I loved it, um, and I stayed loyal to the to the program, and, and they were loyal to me, and they they gave me the opportunity. I I had a great season and ended up winning the Mackey. So that's uh, definitely something that I'm very grateful for. I'm, I'm so glad I didn't transfer. Um, you know, I definitely thought about it, you know, things like that, but I didn't, you know, never wanted to, want to stay there at Colorado State and ended up winning the Mackey. So it was very special. So, all right, going
0: back to your childhood, you're talking about, you know, playing sports. Did you think you would? make it to the NFL? Was that a dream? You mentioned your brother being a firefighter. Is that something you were interested in? I mean, did you see yourself ending up where you are right
1: now? Yeah, you know, I think I always, I think, you know, every little kid dreams of being a professional football player, professional athlete or something of some sort. So I think that's exactly what I wanted to do. I, I think I, I always dreamed of it. I never really um, knew what I wanted to do when I got older. I always wanted to play football. I never really thought about another option. And, uh, and uh, when I got to college, you know, I actually majored in accounting. Um, I, I couldn't tell you anything about taxes or anything about that, but that's uh, that's my what I'm doing. But so I'm glad that football worked out. I love playing football. I hope I can do it for a long time.
0: So my one of my
1: daughters is now
0: an accountant. Um, <laughs> I, I can't say that I envisioned that that's what she would do, but right. she she loves it. You have to, I guess, really love numbers.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so I, I was good that. at math and. Uh, yeah, I took an accounting class in college. I, I did really well, and I was like, maybe this isn't so bad. And then about two or three years later, I was like, wanting to turn around, but but I was so deep into the, the major, I couldn't do that. <laughs> are you are you a big sports fan outside of just NFL? It seems like a lot of guys,
0: you mentioned playing video games, but a lot of guys that, that I talk to that are young guys, they don't watch as many games. They're not sitting around every night watching NBA players. are not watching a ton of NBA. Um, the younger guys, the older guys do. Uh, Where do you fall in line? Are you watching college football on a Saturday, or are you – doing something else.
1: Yeah, I, I usually pull up a college football game or, you know, I, I, if we're not playing on, on Sundays, I'm, I'm usually watching games Thursdays, Mondays, things like that. I always kind of have a game pulled up, but I love watching football. It's a lot of fun. I kind of watch the game a little bit different now, you know, that I, I know football a little bit more. So I kind of watch it more technique, things like that. But I, I love watching football. It's a, it's a blast to see what other guys are doing.
0: So let me just kind of ask you to expound on that a little bit. So you, you Was that part of the learning curve for you? Is kind of learning more about you know how you attack a defense and matchups and just kind of the 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 intricacies of the game that go beyond just running a route and catching a pass? Yeah, I think so.
1: It's just. you, you're, you can never stop learning you're always trying to see what other guys do and what's successful you watch other guys oh that's what he did that's how that worked things like that so you're always trying to uh, to to improve your game and, and as you watch other players and what they do how they're finding success you kind of start taking things from them and doing the same thing in your own game so I'm always trying to watch other people see how they're getting open see how they're catching the ball things like that so then I can you know hopefully do the same
0: so there was a moment during the bye week where you weren't watching sports. From what I understand, you went to Disneyland. Now, was this by choice or was this because somebody dragged you to Disneyland?
1: Yeah, you know, I'd like to I'd like to say it was by choice, but I I, I think I got dragged in there. It was a few a uh, few days of. Uh, of going to Disney, it was a good time. We rode a ton of rides, a ton of people, um, but it was a, it was a good little getaway. So who dragged you there, then? Yeah, I went with my girlfriend. It okay. was uh, it was awesome. It was uh, it was a good time, but like I said, it was just uh, a lot of people, and I wasn't really. Uh, you know ready to see that many people did you get the fast pass oh absolutely yeah you have to get the fast pass if you're gonna if you're gonna do anything uh there at disney you have to get the fast pass because those lines can get ridiculous
0: so what was there a particular ride that stood out to you is like hey man if i because you had not been to disneyland correct right? yeah so yeah, yeah. they're like hey i gotta do this again
1: yeah i think the uh, the guardians of the galaxy it's like the old tower of terror the one that you know you're up in the sky you drop down yeah. from the top level all the way down to the bottom that that ride was awesome uh you know i, I probably rode it three four five times it it was a it was a blast. Um, every time I wrote it, it got you know it was more and more fun. So you're an adrenaline junkie, is what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I was trying to find the fastest you know the fastest rides, <laughs> the ones that did all the most twirls, things like that. Trying to trying to do it all uh, while I was there it was a blast.
0: Yeah, I, I can't even do the teacups. Maybe it's just getting older. My <laughs> equilibrium's off. I don't know. Yeah. I do the teacups and it's like I make the I'm like telling the kids, the little kids, please stop spinning it. I'm getting sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, how's your shoulder? First of all, you, you got banged up in the game. Yeah, right? it's so, doing
1: okay. It's uh, you know like you said, a little banged up. You you know hopefully I'll just have a couple days and hopefully I'll be good to go by the weekend.
0: So obviously there's been a big culture change with the new GM, new head coach, yep. new staff, a lot of new players. What stands out to you about the culture and the shift?
1: I think guys you know guys really want to be here. Guys play hard. We're not we're there's no quitting us. I think uh, you know with that culture the guys are just playing really hard. Like you said that's a really good football team. Uh, the 49ers are a good team and, and we're right there in it. You know we're a couple plays away here and there and and we're right there in that football game, so um, they've done a great job of setting a standard and not really lowering be- below that standard. And uh, it's uh, it's been fun to be a part of.
0: Are there's you know particular couple guys on the team that you know are really guys you look up to as as leaders that you kind of watch how they handle themselves and handle their yeah. business either with the media or with. Because you're you're obviously getting a lot more requests to do things like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, People are talking about you nationally now.
1: Yeah, I think uh, you know James Conner comes to mind. He's a he's a, a great dude, a guy who who does it the right way, a true professional who's had a ton of success, but still carries himself the the right way. I uh, I really love the way he does does things. Buddha is another great guy who I think who who carries himself the right way and and is a great leader, a guy that, you know, that you want to be around, a guy you want to play with, a guy that you want on the team. So, those are two guys that that come to my mind on the team, but great, there's a ton of guys that, that carry themselves, so it's it's cool to have guys like that to look up to 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 kind of go to if I if I need anything.
0: And are you start like how are, do you feel like you're handling all this stuff now that's starting to come your way? You know, are you are you trying to stay away from you know, you obviously there's three things you set the school record or the uh, the single season franchise record for catches by a tight end you're the first tight end in 34 years with a 100 yard game you've done it twice <laughs> you and Jackie Smith the only tight ends in franchise history with 700 yards in a season yeah. and obviously you're getting national recognition how do you think you've handled all that
1: yeah I think it's just kind of a you know, it's kind of like what I, what I've, uh, you know, known I can do. So it's not really a surprise to me. It's not really anything that I, I was not expecting. So I'm just going out there and playing football, and kind of what comes with it comes with it. Um, I just want to be a part of this team. I love. Playing with these guys, I just want to go out there and, and compete, and you know, whatever comes with that, you know, comes with it. It's been a blast, though, the last uh, few weeks.
0: So, you see, George Kittle does some stuff, you know, yeah. outside of this, and obviously, Travis Kelsey's is getting a lot of attention. Have yeah. you started thinking about, you know, I might want to develop my brand in this way?
1: Yeah, you know, I have thought about stuff like that, but, um, you know, right now I'm just kind of taking it day by day. Uh, you know, maybe maybe this off season I'll, I'll kind of figure something out and, and kind of start start going with something. But but uh, no, it's uh, just kind of taking it day by day, just trying to go out there and compete against every team All and right. be you, part of it. Can you give us
0: a hint? Like, is there a certain direction? Maybe like, hey, I might want to do my own podcast with my brother or
1: yeah, you. Know, I think I need like a uh, like a you know like a celebratory something maybe like I do like a cartwheel or maybe I do like a I don't know something crazy where where it's just unique that this guy does that and it's you know something something crazy but maybe a podcast you know something like that would be you know like you said the Kelsey brothers do something like that there's there's so many ways to do it I love playing golf maybe I can uh you know wrap my my hands around uh, playing golf and football
0: I'm trying to think if there is a celebratory <laughs> golf swing, uh, yeah, you know,
1: or, or do the Tiger Woods, yeah, the, uh, the fist pump, you know, yeah, as the, yeah, you know yeah. after
0: you make a long putt, right? Like, um, <laughs> you know, when you score a touchdown, because obviously Kyler has put you on blast now about your celebration.
1: Yeah, so, you so gotta now, I gotta, now I got to figure it out. I got to be better for him, so so he can uh, he can tell the media I've, I've changed and I got a little swag to me.
0: <laughs> so, so outside of golf, I, I know you're very involved um, back back home in Colorado with yeah. youth. Yeah. And you're going to be doing a youth camp again uh, in the off season, of the summer. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, I think
1: my, my mom has always been involved in the community. She's done a uh, a great job doing that, and she's kind of instilled into me like uh, to give back, to, to help out when you can. And, and to be on this platform, I just want to give back. And, and to give back to a community like my hometown that's done so much for me that's been a huge part of my success, and I just want to give back. So last year I did a kids camp. This year I want to do another one. You know, it was awesome. I had a ton of people come out. I'm from a small little town, but it was crazy how many people came out from all over the state. So it was awesome. I want to do that again and continue to do that to give back to to a community that has done so much sure. for me.
0: How about here locally? Is there anything you've got your you know your eye on in terms of something you want to do here?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm actually tomorrow. I'm doing a uh, a Christmas drive where a bunch of kids are coming out to uh, to Shields, and I uh, I think there's 15 kids, and each kid uh, you know will have like a thousand dollars to spend, um, which will be awesome. Underprivileged kids that, that have had a hard time, you know, things like that. So I'm super excited for that event. You know, I also thought about doing another kids camp out here, you know, maybe doing one out here in Arizona, one in Colorado, just so I can kind of, you know, spread that out, you know, throughout the different states. So I think that would be really cool as well. So uh, trying to do everything I can yeah. to give back and, and I want to be a part of, of that.
0: That's awesome. A couple more football questions and then we'll, we'll get you out of here. Awesome. I'm just curious, what, what do you think is the next step? for you as you kind of look at how you've evolved and now your skills are yeah. in full display. Everybody's seeing what you're doing and defenses are seeing what you're doing too. So obviously you're becoming more of a target. They're going to, you know, game plan a lot of times for you. So what's, what's the next step for you? Yeah, I think
1: play? just becoming a, a complete tight end, you know, making sure I can, I can be a guy who can, uh, t- can be an asset in the run game, a guy who can, uh, can make plays in the pass game, but I want to be able to do both. I want to be able to help in both. I want to be able to, to be a great a great run blocker where they don't have to take me off the field for for run plays, things like that. So I want to be able to be a complete tight end So so defenses are always on their toes and not sure what they're going to get from me.
0: Because Wolf all the time will talk about how he wants to see you <laughs> yeah. become more of a blocker. I'm sure you've heard him say that. Absolutely. Yeah. So is that is that just a mindset? Is that a comfort level? Is that understanding what you're doing in the run game? All of the above. None of the above.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it's a mindset and just kind of comfort, like you said. Uh, you know, when you're playing that much, you kind of have the the want to and the will to go and you know smack your face on someone and things <laughs> like that. So uh, it's definitely a mindset and things like that. But I wanna I wanna be better. Uh, um, I want to be better in that. I want to be better, you know, full, uh, f- full, you know, complete tight end and, yeah. and help this team in every way. Well, listen, man, it's been great talking to you. It's yeah. been fun watching you as
0: well. So appreciate you spending some yeah, time absolutely. with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for you having me on. That was great. Thanks, man. Well, as you can tell from that conversation, Trey's very thoughtful, he's very humble, and he wants to help the team win. He's here to win, he's here for the right reasons, he's about the right things. And I think Cardinal fans should be excited about that. And he's got some personality. I'm really interested to see what he comes up with for his touchdown celebration going forward. But I think he's a guy that if you're a Cardinal fan, you connect with and you catch on to. And I'll be really curious to see what he does next year. Because in year two, Trey McBride has become one of the best tight ends in the NFL. We are presented by BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the Cardinals, and by Gila River Resorts and Casinos. You can follow us on X or Twitter at PashPod. And please, if you have any thoughts on this particular podcast, or if there's a guest you'd love to hear from in the future, you can rate us, review us, and tell us what you think on your favorite podcast platform. Our thanks to Cardinals Titan Trey McBride, and thanks to you for listening to another edition of the Dave Pash Podcast.